I try to be good. All right, let's do this. Okay. Hey everybody! Hey Jason! Hey Matt! Hey Trevor! Hi Jason! Trevor's eating. Don't mind him. Yeah, you probably can't even hear him, uh, but Megan's here too. All all the better. Hey Megan! Hey Jason! It's four people now. Dun dun dun! dun. That'll probably be the only time Megan talks the entire show. (laughs) We'll have to pester her to talk. Yeah, you will. You'll be, you can just chime in with Ned Gravavoy, and you'll be an instant hit yeah, on the show. Yeah, you'll always be invited back. Okay, I'm going to say Ned know. every five minutes. There okay. you go. I'm going to set my timer. Or you can do it every 30 seconds if you want. Okay. So anyways, welcome back to Off the Crossbar. Hooray. I'm Jason with Matt and Trevor and Megan. <laughs> Megan like Marks. Yeah. <laughs> this has to be one of our worst introductions, Jason. That's saying something, because we've had some pretty crap introductions. Yeah. We had the ones I did. Ooh. Yeah, those sucked. Those were not good. Anyways, that's why I came back. Because I just heard the introductions and I just stopped. You You powered through yeah. the hamstring injury. And... Yeah, the hamstring injury. <laughs> it's been a rough season for me, okay? Yeah, well. I don't like to talk about it. I like to talk about you having a rough yeah. season. What do we want to talk about that actually is related to the show? That Gravaboy? Besides that, uh, let's talk about the Seattle Sounders. Okay. Because we beat them. Uh, you know Yay. what really beat them? We beat their spirit with a Joe Plata header. Which I think has to be the rudest... And slash Ozzy Alonzo goal. I know, we had a half-own goal. It's just, I like, still think Alonzo kicked that in, but... How dispiriting no. must that be? Did he not? Be? No. Oh, okay. That was all Luke. That's good, fair to Luke. Good job, Mr. Luke Mahal. was kind of salty after that game. He was kind of pissed that he called that an own goal. Yeah. But that's like the second goal he would have been robbed of this year, so that makes Well, sense but at least me. that one, even if he'd been robbed of it personally, <clears throat> the team got to keep it, so... Yeah, that yeah. offsides one. Uh, that was the worst. Did we even have a podcast by then? Yeah, we did a preview show, and then me and Trevor went to L.A., and you didn't Oh, go. yeah. Was that the first game of the season? Yes. We've he been on all season, then. All season. We're doing good. Even before the season. We've been on since the preseason. I, you know, I love preseason games. Do you really? Is that crazy? Yep. It's uh, kind of weird. Okay. Do you watch them? Just stream them? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm actually kind of excited for preseason. <laughs> Even though it's September? Yeah. Or it's, no, it's not. It's August. You know what I'm really excited to watch in preseason? What? Sebastian Jaime. Yes. And Sebastian Sauceda. And Sebastian Velasquez. Yeah. The Tien Amigos. <laughs> Instead of ten, it's the Tien Amigos. That's or, clever. Or three. Yeah. We could copyright that. We could um, Korean for Korean. Tre- yeah, yeah, shut up. Anyways, we beat Seattle <sighs> and we were top of the league for like t- 30 minutes. Yeah. And then Kansas City destroyed Toronto and they were top of the league. That's too bad. Yeah. I hold some animosity to Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City, man. We just can't get away from each other. Well. Rematch like of MLS Cup this year? Alpha and Omega. Yeah, hopefully it's a Rio Tinto this time. I'd be okay with yeah, that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'd have to end top of the league for that to happen. And right? make sure we make plenty of tickets available for the away fans. Meh. Do we have to? No. Okay. Obviously you don't, because last year... Oh, I know. Nobody had to, so... Anyways. Well, three teams on 42 points. Oh, yeah, because Seattle drew. Yeah. Yeah. So we beat Seattle... 
Which was nice. Yeah. Seattle were kind of in a slump, which is also nice. You know when their slump might have started? When? When they started playing three games a week. <laughs> That's true. Or when they sold DeAndre Edlin, the heart that's and true. soul of their team, who still plays for them. But that's now that they know he's leaving, it's got to be. I think that's why Clint's up. actually depressed because he couldn't get in at Tottenham, but DeAndre Edlin's just been sold to Tottenham. But so. actually, the whole he couldn't do anything at Tottenham thing is very overdone. Well, it's not that he couldn't do anything, but like he wasn't a guaranteed starter. People who right? are Tottenham fans will tell you that they sincerely miss Clint Dempsey. Just showing up out of nowhere and scoring a goal. Because that's what he would do at Tottenham. He would play 90 minutes and not do anything for 85 of them, and he would score a goal. Just totally out of nowhere. That sounds <laughs> exactly he... like what he does in Seattle. Yeah. He just puts himself in good places, and but I hate him now. So Oh, yeah. Well, and the weird thing about him at Seattle is like he actually has to be involved for more than that, but he, oftentimes he isn't. <laughs> no, he's not. And you know what we did to get rid of him? We just like kept him off the ball and kept him in you know deep positions with the ball. Amazing just, how that works. Yeah, he increasingly came like to the midfield line, and well, Lamar Nagel's not going to score from there, so from anywhere, really, right? <laughs> right, that's true. And DeAndre, is, is he a terrible. midfielder at this point, Lamar Nagel? Is yeah. he still a forward? Or? I don't know. <laughs> well, Chad Barrett played in the midfield in San Jose, so yeah. I think they just have three forwards, but one of them plays in the midfield. What, what happened to Brad Evans? Nobody. Yeah, uh, injury, hamstring injury. Oh, I think. I was gonna say because I, I don't even remember him playing since the World Cup. What did you say? Nobody likes Brad Evans. True. That's. A I kind of like Brad Evans on Twitter. Yeah, Sheriff Brad. <laughs> he makes me laugh. He's one of those comedy guys. Like, uh, what's the name of that guy you follow, Trevor? One of those comedy people. <laughs> Stom Dwyer. Yeah, Just there you go. Just no. oh. Absolutely not. Don Dwyer is not a very popular guy here. No. Well, no. If, if you go on radio saying, oh, Salt Lake City, I hate Salt Lake City and Real Salt Lake and their fans. Yeah, he's probably not going to be very popular. I didn't know he actually said that. Now I like no, he it. actually did. Yeah. I learned from a... You didn't do the accent right. Hate them. You didn't do it right. You got to do like the kind of... I'm not going to do a British accent. Kind of feminine, English, English Cockney Brit- accent. Britain is... <laughs> you know, part of the larger picture, right? Yeah. Um, you know what I learned today? What'd you learn? If he hates Salt Lake City so much, he's actually welcome to leave. I learned that from <laughs> The Onion. <laughs> from The Onion? Yeah, it's my favorite oh, yeah. news network. That was awesome. Excellent reference. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's topical. He's welcome to leave any time that he wants. <laughs> Kansas City always have a forward that we hate. They had Kai Kamara... Who everyone hated after last year. Why did we hate him? I don't even remember. After that match last year where yeah. they scored the winning goal, he was like taunting Taunt. the whole stadium. Oh, yeah. Well, especially the uh, the Supported. northeast corner. Yeah. It was bad. Oh, no, I remember He came down to the south end, too, and was like posing in front of the south end. That's kind of funny. I'm okay with antagonizing them. That's when everybody started throwing the bottles. Yeah. Was Kamara. Oh, yeah. But then he got on Twitter and said he felt like a figure skater, but it was raining bottles around him instead of roses. It was actually a pretty clever tweet. Yeah, Kakamara's fun to watch in England, right? Not not like watch, but watch his Twitter. Yeah, it's really fun to watch him on the bench in England. Yeah, I know. His Twitter's pretty good. I I enjoy him on Twitter. I enjoy Brad Evans on Twitter. I kind of enjoy enjoy Dom Dwyer on Twitter. Don't say that. I'm sorry. You're off the show. Matt, you're going to have to leave. Yeah, we're still going to record at your house, but you're off the show. Oh. Have I voted off the island, too? Yep. The island of despair? The island of, I don't know. 
The Island of Toys? We're already on a huge tangent, and it's not even... I blame Rick. Yep, Rick. <laughs> it's your fault, Rick. So many tangents. Yeah, well, now we have to show them that we can have even more tangents. So, what did we do well against Seattle? Um, uh, we did a lot of things Besides well. Besides get sunburned. Trevor, he's doing the Navy SEAL signals, and you only understand the Air Force signals. <laughs> that so that must be what it is. I'm asking you to turn on the light. The light that's on. why. That's my light switch See, motion. That was, to me, that was thermostat, and I was like, "That doesn't have a thermostat." <laughs> no, I don't own a thermostat. No, like, oh, I actually do. Like, it it only puts out hot air, though. There you go. Oh, we don't need so, the hallway light on, Trevor. Right. There you go. Unless you want to record from the hallway. No, you should go down the hallway. It's perfect down there. <laughs> You're more than welcome. I hear it's cooler over there. Anyways, <coughs> so against Seattle, uh, the midfield was really good. Yeah, really good. You know who's really good, and we talk about him in the future with uh, in an interview we haven't Ned done yet. Well, yeah, Ned's always good. Who? I mean, Luke. Louis Gill. Oh, Louis Gill. Yeah, yeah he, he, he was just solid all game. He was. He was. It's funny too how all of a sudden everyone loves Luis. After a couple of good games playing at the top of the diamond, everyone's a Luis fan. Yeah, I but mean... Like three weeks ago, not so much. I think there's a difference between frustration, between his lack of production, offensively, and... You and your you logic. Know, sorry. No, Moved to the top of the diamond where he came out and said he was far more comfortable playing, especially after, you know, playing down in the Bahamas. You could definitely tell. He played really well against Tijuana at the top of the diamond, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he'd scored a goal against Seattle like he did against Tijuana, mm. that stadium would have exploded. Yeah. Literally. Not literally. Oh. He was he was We're really gonna get good. on some. Watch I think list. more what I meant was like, I mean, even a month ago people were still on that man, we gotta sell Luis while he's still worth something. Even you've always got fans like that. Yeah. But that was still a really prevalent like Luis doesn't bring anything. And then he has a couple of games and even on Matt's blog. That place is notorious for Luis bashing. That's but the right. last couple weeks, really? Oh man, Luis is so good. There's always somebody who bashes somebody there. Except uh, I don't think I've seen real Romando bashing or Schuler bashing, and maybe Beckerman. Beckerman, yeah. Uh, outside of those three, it's just it's <coughs> kind of a hate Sabo. fest. Just kidding. That was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think people just like to complain. I like to complain. Yeah. I just keep it to myself, and everybody should keep your complaining to yourself. My favorite is you, like, in the middle of the match when something screws up and you're just quiet and you're like, fuck! <laughs> That's, like, your thing. Yeah. I um, dropped the F-bomb. Oh, well. Viewer discretion. Dropping bombs, stadiums exploding. Discretion. It's like we're in Iraq or something. Or St. Louis. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Is that a gunshot sound? I think so. I screwed the up. The Molotov cocktail exploding. There you go. Molotov cocktail. Anyways, um, Luis was good. Plata had another header, which... That was awesome. If he has a third one this weekend, the world's just going to cave in on itself or something. Yeah, we're going to do something in the stadium. uh, We're not going to be there. Oh. It's in Dallas. Maybe we could go to Dallas. I'm sure plane tickets are cheap on two days' notice. A day's notice, actually. No one wants to go to Dallas. I'm sure they would be. (laughs) It's true. Fly Southwest. That's their hub. Should I make a joke about all my exes living in Texas again, or have I played that one out by mentioning it every time we play a Texas team? That's only been twice this week. I think I've done it both times. Yeah, you have. Yeah. I think you did it like three times on the first one. <laughs> yeah, the first Dallas game was right. here, wasn't it? 
Uh, yeah, sure. And we played Houston there. That sounds familiar. What else was... Oh, Chris Schuler was really good against Seattle. Again. I mean, was anybody bad? Well, if uh, I say it, you'll get on me for picking on him. No, no, you're right. Chris Winger was a little lacking. Uh, found lacking on the goal, at least. He owned up to it, though, after the game, which you have to give him credit for. He was kind of like, that goal is totally my fault. Yeah. He lost the guy, and... That's going to happen every now and then. It's, uh... <coughs> That's it's, true. It's, it's annoying, but... Yeah, I mean, but he had a good game otherwise. He looked really good. Yeah. Otherwise, and everybody makes mistakes. You can't complain when you win a game and it takes you top of the table. Like, that's, it's yeah. hard to find things to bitch that's about. That's true. Carlos Salcedo came into winger's spot and actually I thought did really well. Yeah. In the, what, five, six himself, minutes? like, really, really useful at every position on the back line. Can't wait till he plays striker. <laughs> Car- Salcedo and Jaime. I like it. Yeah, that's going to be our new setup. And Ned. And Ned. 4 3 3. There you go. Or like a Net four, at the top. Four right? zero six. <laughs> all strikers all the time. Yeah. How many strikers do we have on their books now? Five that are fit. Once Jaime comes in. Jaime Sabo when he because he's a training. Yeah. Once Sabo comes. Yeah. That, which Pata, is amazing. Garcia Finley Sant six. Six once Sabo so, comes back. So you might want to get yourself comfortable with the idea of one of those guys leaving. Yeah. At the end of the at season. At the end of the season. Yeah. I wonder who it'll be. Uh, well, and especially because we, we also have Benji Lopez and uh, Sebastian Saucedo. Is he a striker or midfielder? Saucedo? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. He's a striker. He's a striker that can also play in the attacking mid- midfield spot and is comfortable on either side of a 4-3-3. Maybe he'll like take over for Luis on the side of the midfield or something. If Luis takes over. Uh, not on that side of the midfield. Like in a 4-3-3 oh, like attacking a midfielder. Forward. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, in the Trek Artista role? Yeah. An inverted winger. Yeah. False winger nine. What did Seattle do badly? A lot. I don't know. <laughs> they, they gave us opportunities. That game we had a was, lot of opportunities. That game was not 2-1 close. Trevor, it, do you not want to sit down? No, I do. That's the second time, really, that we played Seattle this year that the score didn't like tell the story of the match. Yeah. Because that loss in Seattle... I mean, we lost 4-0, but it wasn't a bad, bad beating. Like It felt bad. Yeah, well, that's because we were there in the building when it happened. So, And even yeah. even the players after the game said, after the second goal, because it was 2-0 at halftime, yeah. they, they quit. Even the players were like, after the second goal, it was just, yeah, I it mean, was over. You, they had a mid-game, a mid-week match that week. Yeah, and you're going to sacrifice defensively at that point if you want to have any chance, and <coughs> it's going to backfire about 90% of the yeah, time. Yeah, quit so. was probably the wrong word there. Yeah. Oh, we committed resources in different positions, and it uh, yeah. didn't work out so well. So, And then, I mean, Saturday could have been like 4-1, to one yeah. as, as yeah, dominant as we were. I mean, we had chances. Uh, even if they weren't, like, great chances, they were, they were good. We I had, think. like, 250 completed passes at halftime. That's pretty good. Or something like that, yeah. It's like a Javi-esque performance. We played tiki There you go. Are we both making Barcelona jokes now? Yes. Well, it's too bad Barcelona can't sign us now. Can't sign. Yes, they can. No, no, they got they they have their transfer ban. Oh, that's why they signed the Suarez. In. Yeah, Ter Stegen and. Uh, so now, Spurs. now we can't go over there. Oh, and it's in effect now. Yeah, it's officially in effect. Yeah, so uh, now that they've addressed all their problems going into <laughs> the season, the transfer ban. Yeah, it's disappointing for us personally as uh, podcasters because. We really thought we did enough to deserve a, a place, but a transfer to a bigger team, yeah, like Mario Balotelli. Yeah, <laughs> I 
swear, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd he go again? Liverpool? There are some things that like you guys can joke about. He, came, ha, 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 he, came, he came from Inter, right? But the sale of Balotelli is <laughs> still pretty touchy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, that means we're going to talk about it more. I know that. At least they got okay. a good price for him. Oh. Yeah, they got a fantastic price. To hey, that would buy you a team in MLS 10 years ago. Yeah. You could probably still buy, like, Columbus with it. Yeah, well, I don't know. Precourt's probably not keen on uh, selling for that sort of money. Now, Bob Kraft, on the other hand. Oh, man. Trevor's favorite owner. No, he's not. He's, he's not? I don't even understand <laughs> how. I'm shocked. I don't understand how they're even in the running for Jermaine Jones. It's crappily. I don't They were on that team. I don't even know if they are, really. I think it's just fun to say that they are. Didn't... Garver say like on record, oh yeah, it's between Chicago and New England. Yeah, but it's probably which is so cheapest. ridiculous that he said that. Like he's the commissioner of the league, and he's like, oh yeah, we're only gonna let these two teams sign this guy. And it's down to him. Was one yeah. of the things he said, and that's and somehow okay. like every whether it's the DP allocation order or the like actual allocation order, they just don't apply. Yeah, and like, we like, stop pretending that they actually contract, mean anything. I think. I think him being out of contract nice. is actually in the rules. Because it's not a transfer. He's a he's a free agent. Yeah, but it's still a returning American. Uh, yeah, American. Not returning. He's never played here. It is a it's national team player. A national team player entering MLS. But once he makes enough, then, then it doesn't apparently yeah. count. It's a DP allocation order, but... <coughs> but not DP allocation order. Uh, it's but apparently if there's two teams interested and are willing to pay the same amount of money for him, uh. then it just goes to the commissioner. He's just like, well... These rules are more complicated than Dungeons & Dragons, and I don't know shit about Dungeons & Dragons. Let me go get my Not dice. nearly as complicated as Dungeons & Dragons. I have some Make D20s notes. around. You got D20s? Yeah. I've got them in my car. Those we, are like pills. <laughs> we could have a wild night. <laughs> slaying trolls and orcs and hiding from things. That's all I do in D&D. I just hide the whole time. I kill everybody. Mm. I find that boring. I don't play. Mostly I don't know how. That's what I do in D&D. Why not? Not play. Hmm. Honestly, I've just never had a chance. nobody's ever been like, hey, let's play D&D. <laughs> nobody's ever done that. We should so. do that on the next podcast. Okay. Just play D&D. <laughs> we could role play a match. <laughs> I... Where's my dice? Strike the ball. <laughs> it's super effective. I don't know We're not playing Pokemon here. <laughs> I love that you got that reference. Of oh. course I did. Uh, so anything else about Seattle? I caught a Joe Plata last week. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oh, that maybe that refers to human trafficking. That'd be bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, I worked. Um, what else was that in the Seattle match? I don't know. Are we done? Is that Seattle? You know what? Even though we're jokingly always talk about him, that was one of Ned's best matches of the season. Yeah. Like, he was everywhere. But he didn't have a goal. How can a player have a best season or a best game if he doesn't have a goal? Yep. I don't know. Ask Luis that's, Gill. Yeah. I guess that's not his best game. Move on. Has he had Luis a goal had this season? Assistant, has Ned scored this season? Yeah. He Let's has at least one. I think he scored against Houston. I think he actually has, like, 30, but he hides them from us. <laughs> that's fair. I mean... Really Lord knows what would happen if we knew we had goals. Like another realm or dimension or something. <clears throat> yeah, on the there is an plane. alternate universe where Ned Grabovoy has scored every single goal for RSL this year, and we have scored a thousand. That's goals. the universe. I Why aren't we there? Yeah. <laughs> I think that should be the universe. For him, <laughs> he had one goal and two assists this season. 
That's not nearly enough offensive no. production from our midfielders. Trade Ned, hashtag. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not funny. Send him to New York. Uh, if we send Ned to New York, I'm moving to New York. That's not It's true. called stalking. It's not stalking if I pay to do it's it. It's called supporting. <laughs> Actually, it still is. Just to make that clear. <laughs> well, I didn't say I'd actually like go to his house. I bet I wouldn't even know where it is at first. Are you done with Seattle? I think we're done with Seattle. So let's. Can we just talk about Ned some more? Let's go to our Dunny interview. Okay. Where we don't talk about Ned very much. That's sad. And then we'll come oh, back. And you know, talk Dunny about... actually brought up Ned more times than we did. That's weird. We feel a great amount of shame and sorrow yeah. here at Off the Crossbar or Salt Lake podcast. A Ned Grattenvoy podcast. That's what we should call it. How about a Nedcast? A ne- I like it. We've talked about a Nedcast before. This is like the fourth episode where the word Nedcast has come up. Hmm. And? I'm just yeah, saying, this saying is not like an original idea. Trevor, you're so negative. Yeah. Gosh. Anyways, let's nope. listen to our interview with Brian Dunseth. Okay. Be right back. BRB? Is that yeah. what that is? BR Ned. Okay, we're here with a soccer expert, RSL, person who knows a lot of things, commentator guy, Brian Dunseth, here on Off the Crossbar. He has uh, his own beer, too. Don't forget the beer. Yeah, beer maven. <laughs> is, that, is that accurate to say? That, that is the most accurate intro I've ever heard doing an interview. We wrote it all down, so we'll remember it if we have you back. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so... Uh, First things first, I guess, there's been a lot of talk in MLS about Jermaine Jones having signed with the league. Whether he has or hasn't, uh, I guess, is up for dispute. But but what do you think of all this, this drama happening? Is it substantive, or is it just kind of coming out of nowhere? Yeah, listen, I, I think he'd be great for the league. I think he'd be a great addition. Um, obviously, his experience is playing the field. Um, I, I think, you know, the look, the dreads, the uh, the tattoos, all of that, I think would be a great marketable um, opportunity for a lot of teams. Do we lose him? We lost him. Bummer. Shit. Danny, we're coming back for you. Okay, we're calling again. Let's see if we get him back on the line. No idea what happened. Sorry, guys. It's okay. This is we're still going. It's live, but not live. So okay, you can love just it. Pick up where you left off if you want. Live and okay. So, uh, okay, so I think I left off somewhere along the lines, but I think it's a great addition for Major League Soccer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, his experience on the field and, and what he brings to the table, uh, I think, would be a valuable addition to Leak. I think with the dreads, the tattoos, all of that, he, he's an incredibly marketable person off the field. Um, I still think Chivas is missing the boat uh, with an opportunity to sign him. Uh, it adds a valuable player to the team in the short term, and in the long term, I think, makes that organization even more interesting for potential suitors, potential buyers. Um, but re- regardless of what the money is, um, you know, whatever you know, the he say, she say, she say numbers are, uh, at the end of the day, I, I think 
once it gets done, um, it'll be a great addition for the league. But it's starting to lose a little bit of shine for me right now. I, I think. You know, if you see this over the course of the last month and a half and, and all the going back and forth and him publicly stating his desire to play in the league and, and all of that, the fact of the matter is, is the deal should have been done a long time ago. Um, and the, with it not being done, I, I think it, it, it loses a little bit of the, of the shine off what potentially could have been a great timing coming right off the backside of the World Cup. Yeah, I guess it loses a little of the momentum behind that, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, all of these guys deserve whatever money they're getting. Uh, if you go to World Cup, you can, you know, you can play with Monopoly money. And a lot of these guys coming from from Europe are used to uh, to making crazy money. Um, and a guy like Jermaine's probably used to making five, six, and $8 million a year comfortably. Uh, so to come to MLS and see that Clint Dempsey's making that type of money, see that Michael Bradley's making that type of money, you know, I would imagine that he wants to uh, to be in that same paycheck realm. Um, but, you know, it's it's an interesting dynamic here in Major League Soccer. Uh, one that's, you know, could change, could not change, depending on what your outlook is for the 2015 bargaining agreement. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be very, very interesting to see which teams win all in um, and what league essentially signed him for and where he ends up going in, in whatever that allocation or you know, returning you a player or designated player, however the terminology MLS is using them. Let me ask you a question, Dunny. Jermaine Jones, as far as I know, hasn't played at all since the World Cup, and everybody's been talking about how big of an impact he would be wherever he goes, whether it's Chicago or Revs or whatever. How long is it going to take for him to get back into playing shape? I mean, it's been a while since he's played. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Um, I, I'm not sure what his work ethic is behind the scenes. I'm not sure what type of, of fitness regimen um, you know he's been holding himself accountable to. Uh, it sure looks like he's been having a great time uh, on Instagram, uh, partying in Los Angeles. Um, I, I have a tough time seeing him in any other more MLS market outside of L.A. Um, but... You know, it's for him to realistically go in and get training. I know guys that in two weeks could be fully game fit and play, and I know other guys that would take, you know, closer to a month to get the sharpness that they needed. Um, you know, a guy like Landon Donovan, you give him two weeks of training and he's ready to go and, and he's fully game fit. Um, so it, it all depends on, on him as a person and, and what his own personal level of accountability is. Um, but yeah, I mean, game fitness, game sharpness, he's a, he's a proper two way player. So he, he's going to have to be on the field for 90 minutes. He's, he's going to have a lot of up and down running. Um, and his level at, at the, at the world cup was, was pretty phenomenal with Kyle sitting behind him and, and having the freedom to go and play wherever he wanted. As one of the guys who like played in MLS when it was still kind of growing and, building it must be kind of weird to see guys saying that four million dollars a year isn't enough to sign with the league is that kind of like a surreal thing um yeah no i mean i think for us you know for a guy like myself uh, we always joke around with the old guys we were like the big buckuses of mls uh you know we were, we were playing for you know anywhere from 50 to 150 grand and you know we were loving life um you know but that <laughs> I think it's been incredible to see the evolution of the game here in the United States. Um, you know, for all the knocks that, that we have, and, and 
all the jokes that we have about Major League Soccer, Major Soccer League, depending on how you want to term it for the day. Um, you know, it's 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 been an, it's been an incredible rapid uh, growth in in a short amount of time, in a really short amount of time. So the fact is that I'm looking at this, you know, what is it, eight years after I retired, and we're seeing guys consistently making crazy amounts of money. Um, you know, it's a source of pride for me, and at the same time, I'm, I'm a little obviously envious and incredibly jealous um, because back when you know when when I when I walked away from the game in 2006, I think you could say Landon Donovan was the only guy that could probably retire from the money that he made in Major League Soccer and never have to work again. Um, and, and now you're starting to look at guys that are making crazy money and then potentially, you know, can slide into that next world and not have to work for you know, a multi-level marketing company or become a real estate agent or, or go coach kids uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday uh, while still having a real job. That, that would be really nice. I will say uh, MC Hammer probably felt the same way, but we all know how that ended. Yeah, so, so Alan Iverson as well, man. Jeez. I heard he was uh, outside of Philadelphia Mall this week panhandling, so that, that can't be a good look. They don't have their own beer, though, so you're one step ahead of them. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel good about myself. If, if I do uh, find myself in that situation, at least I'll be liquored up and, and I'll be numb to the entire situation. So I guess that's always a good look. That's planning ahead, Dunny. <laughs> Thanks, man. Okay, so uh, let's pivot a little bit. Let's talk about uh, one guy on Real Salt Lake that we just can't get enough of. And it's not Sebastian Jaime, because while we can't get enough of him, we just really don't get any of him yet. Uh, but really thinking about Joao Plata and how he's you know, playing really, really well and surprisingly young. I mean, what do you make of his strong performances? Yeah, I, I've, I've said this multiple times on air. Um, I, I think for Joao... First and foremost, I think he recognized the opportunity at hand with Robbie Finley and his offseason surgery. Um, I think he knew coming in that there was an opportunity to play alongside Sabo and be a significant starter. It was something that he wanted. Whereas last year, um, you know, his main role was being that spark coming off the bench. Um, you know, I, I give Joao a lot of credit because, you know, that last year, all the talk about Joao was, you know, he was he was becoming this impact player off the bench, but was he fit enough to be a starter? You know, was he consistent enough to be a starter? Um, and all those questions have absolutely been answered. Um, he has been just an unbelievable force and, and one of the most dangerous players in Major League Soccer this season consistently. And a lot of it comes down to his fitness. His own personal drive, um, you know, that, that competition factor. And then I think recognition that, you know, he's kind of in that realm where he's making good money, but can he make great money? Um, so to see what he's done this season has been nothing short of phenomenal, especially considering he's missed, uh, you know, a decent amount of games because of injury. Um, and, and again, you know, no Sabo, um, you know, with tough times, trying to figure out who was going to be the guy that scored goals. You know, he stepped up, he answered the question, and... Uh, I think he's put even more pressure on guys like Olmos Garcia, Devin Sandoval, and, and I would say even pressure on Sabo as he returns for all these guys to match what he's been doing consistently for a long, long time now. Yeah, I mean, Sabo's going to have to come back and score with his head again because, you know, so he's not showed up by, by the shortest person in MLS, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Joao, 
it's it's incredible. It's so much fun to watch just this little guy running around and rising up and you know slash slamming balls home with his head. And uh, I mean, can you imagine being the guy who's marking Joao and you get beat for a header on a set piece? <laughs> That's your mark. Arguably, probably the easiest guy to mark on the entire field. And uh, you know that guy burns you. I couldn't imagine what the video session was like for Lamar Nagel this last week after watching that. Both those balls were so good from Luke on both those goals, too. Yeah, man, Luke, Luke's been incredible. Uh, obviously, give a lot of credit to Jeff Kassar for really pushing Garth Lagoy in the direction uh, to sign him. But, you know, I, I, I think with Luke watching him in Tucson, um, it was an interesting dynamic because in, in preseason, I don't, I don't get to watch the team that much because – um, I get hired by MLS to do the media training for all the teams in Major League Soccer. And so I, I missed probably the first three weeks of, of preseason. And uh, when I was down in Tucson, uh, I, I got to watch RSL play their, you know, one of their Tucson matches. And Luke came in, and, and I immediately turned to Garth and, and to Trey, and I said, who's this kid? Because he's ridiculous. And you know, Garth got a smile on his face because I think that's what he wanted to hear. Um, and he said, yeah, you know, you know, Jeff really wanted this kid, and, you know, we gave him a look. It looks, you know, it looks pretty comfortable. And I, I, you know, I immediately said, yeah, he looks more than comfortable. He looks like a potential starter to me. And kind of a joke amongst the group of five of us that were sitting there watching the game up in the stands was, all right, man, take it easy. Uh, you know, cause every year I, I kind of hone in on one kid I, I think has the ability to maybe push for a starting spot. And, and Luke had never played in the diamond before, um, and he just he slid in, and you know it was it was a very comfortable scenario for him. Uh, I think his work rate, his mentality, his desire is com- uh, to be competitive, um, you know, and, and then his ability to, to play simple, but at the same time, you know, have have the aggressiveness, have have the belief, the self belief in himself to, you know, take players one on one and. You know, kind of that fu mentality. Uh, you're not going to beat me. I don't care if you've got size or strength, or you're faster, or you're smarter. You just you don't want it as bad as I do. And and I think that's what that's what Luke has. It's, it's a very similar quality to Ned Grabovoy. Um, and again, you know, to to see Luke keep a guy like Luis Gill out of the starting lineup uh, for for the better part of a month and a half. You know, that that's a that's a pretty incredible statement, especially when you look at the last couple of games that Luis has played and how good he's been for RSL. Yeah, so what do you make of Luis right now? Obviously, he's, he's doing well. Do you think he had a poor start to this season and, and that hurt him? Do you think he's just playing his more natural position now? I, what do you make of that? No, I, I, honestly, I don't, I don't think Luis is playing poor at all. I think Luis was a victim of an injury. Um, and Luke, you know, seizing the opportunity and when the team was winning, um, you know, it's always going to be hard for Jeff to change the squad when you're winning. Um, I think Luis went down in a in a manner which took him the better part of. Can he still there? We will. And that's what that's what it is at all spots is when you're cutting out on us pretty significantly. Say that again. You're cutting out on us pretty significantly. Oh, I'm sorry. You're I'm, I'm sitting outside, so I, I, I've got full service, so I apologize. I don't, I'm not sure why that's happening. Oh, that's all right. Um, so I was, I was just saying with Luis, I think he's just a victim of that, that injury. Um, you know, when, when you're missing the better part of a month, month and a half, and you've got a guy like Luke who's come in, and he's scoring goals, he's, he's getting assists, he's, he's playing well, he's linked up. 
and even when he's not showing up on the stat sheet, he's uh, he's significantly contributing to the success of the team. Um, you know, I, I think that that makes it difficult for Jeff Desar, and that's exactly what you know any good coach wants is he wants competition in spots, and he, and he wants you know guys to have to earn their place and not just be automatic starters, not just be automatic players that he's going to you know bring off the bench and, and be the first guy. So um, I, I think Luis is you know, quietly beginning to show his ability as that, that point of the diamond guy. Um, you know, and it's it's the future of the U.S. Olympic team. Um, it was the past of the U.S. under-20 team. Um, and it potentially could be, you know, the, the, the look of the future for RSL. But, you know, for Luis to, to replicate what Javi's done, he's going to have to be incredibly consistent every time he steps on the field. He's going to have to be able to take over the game the way Javi does. Um, and then statistically, he's going to have to show up, especially in the big matches. And I think we're starting to see the evolution of Luis being able to take over games and be not just incredibly influential, but be incredibly dominant when the opportunity presents itself. Oh, that sounds good to us. Yeah, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Okay, I think Jason has a, a question about his, his new favorite player who he's never seen play in person, actually. He's not my favorite player. But since you were talking about people playing and starting, do you think that the the guy they've signed, Sebastian Jaime, like when he comes in, are you expecting him to start pretty quickly? Or how do you think that plays out? Yeah, I, I don't expect him to start. Um, I expect him to see minutes. But I, I don't think you have to, to rely on him to be a starter. Um, you know, historically, you look at players that come in season and don't necessarily do that well. You know, uh, guys like Clint Dempsey, guys like Thierry Henry, you know, they struggled when they first came in in that first six months. Um, and then you have, you know, issues that can happen like injuries, uh, which has happened in San Jose with their Argentine playmaker who's pretty much out for the rest of the season after, you know, one decent game that he played. Um, so uh, I expect him to be a role player in the short term. Uh, in the long term, I, I expect him to be a significant contributor. Um, but again, I, I haven't seen him play live. I've just seen highlight tapes. I can't tell you how many highlight tapes I've seen of players that are just world-class players, and you get it in real life, and you get them in practice situations, and they're incredibly average. Um, so for, for Garth Lagerwey to like him, for Jeff Desar to like him, and then for them to throw down the money it takes to get him and acquire him right now immediately, um, I, I think the best way to describe it for me is that He's a piece of the puzzle in the short term and the long term. Uh, he's a guy that this team is, is going to hope to rely on uh, to carry a significant offensive load. That's fair. Um, let's see, what else were we going to... Anything else? Uh, oh yeah, before we go, since it's relevant to where we're at the standings, what do you make of Seattle's form kind of slumping off recently? Is there anything to that or is it just a couple bumps and they should be fine? Yeah, I'm not sure with them, uh, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I, I remember someone asked me, I think I can't, I don't know if it was Trey or Bill, um, but someone asked me a while ago if I was more, who I was more concerned about. Um, and uh, talking about RSL at the time. And I said I was more, more concerned about Seattle. Um, and this was during that World Cup break where Seattle just kept getting wins uh, and, and somehow digging out three points when they weren't necessarily uh, deserving of the three points or weren't the best team on the field. Um, 
I think with Seattle, they have a tendency to dominate games if they get their early goal. Uh, but if you can hold them to 0 0 at half, especially at home, um, I think Seattle sometimes suffers from the same syndrome that, that Portland suffers from is that you have such an incredible fan base and uh, crowd support that the pressure actually backfires on you if you don't get a goal in the first 45 minutes. Because as players, I think you feel the pressure from the crowd to score the goal. Uh, you start committing numbers forward and you start leaving yourself open defensively for transition or for unnecessary opportunities. Um, I think that is absolutely the case with Portland along with the fact that they didn't have a player with size and strength the bright DK or Ryan Johnson to start the season. They're going with Gaston Fernandez, Diego Valeria, and Maxi Ruti. Um, with Seattle, I think it's a little bit different um, because I think they're still trying to find their way. Uh, Marco Papa has been pretty good for them, but at the same time a little bit inconsistent with his ability to track back. Uh, Lamar Nagel and, and DeAndre Yedlin on the right side, um, I think at times are very, very good, and at times are very, very average. Um, and, and then Dempsey linking up with whoever it may be, Tommy Martins, Kenny Cooper, Chad Barrett. Um, you know, right now you, you got a guy like Chad Barrett who's got six goals in the last six games, um, and you're not really sure where the other goals are coming from. So for Seattle's success in Open Cup, uh, you know, a lot of success uh, in Major League Soccer, at some point you're going to have a dip in the seat. Uh, so now we get to see what Seattle's made of and, and what that, that mental makeup is when things start going wrong. Makes sense. Okay, so uh, I, I think that just about covers it. Things good in Dunnyland? I have nothing on my end, man. I'm all good, guys. Good. <laughs> um, it's good to hear. I mean, uh... you don't have any questions for us? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys drinking anything right now? I got, I got a big blue cup in front of me. Oh, yeah? I, I just ate a popsicle. <laughs> I, I had some water in a big blue cup. I don't know if that works, but... Man, you guys are disappointing. How are you getting to a podcast and not have any alcohol around you? I don't know. I blame Matt because it's his house. Sorry. So. It's a gluten-free house. Yeah. <laughs> Disappointingly right, you so. Guys to, you guys are going to have to significantly step up your game for the next time I'm on. Okay, right. deal. We'll do it. Done. Agreed. We'll have a couple of uh, growlers of snapped out header and go from there. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think that's a good idea. We'll finish them first and then call you. <laughs> <laughs> that's even better. I might have to come in and join you guys for a, for a live sit down. That'd be cool. Yeah, we're not complaining about this idea. So, <laughs> <laughs> sounds good, guys. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for uh, taking time out of your busy day. Appreciate it. I appreciate it, guys. All right, have thank a good you. Hey, kid. What's your name? I can't remember. Where are you from? I can't remember. Can't you remember anything? I remember the Alamo. Yeah! Oh, oh are we recording? No, it actually just started recording. I was going to, like, catch you swiping or something. Or... No, I'm Snapchatting. Oh. Snapchatting girls who met on Tinder? No. Oh. Do you find any good pictures of dogs? No. I'm taking it easy on the puppies for a while. It's probably a good idea. I don't. <gasps> Do you, you know the story? No. Did you see Power today? I saw something thing? about it. It was awesome. Can we tell the story while the nope, nope, while nope, this nope, is nope, going? Nope, yes. Nope. No, we can't. Go ahead, Meg. No. <laughs> Suddenly drop hints in, alluding to Jason's Tinder escapades and 
Nope, we're not telling this story. Dog, <laughs> dogs nearly dying. Can we tell your killed story? killed a dog? Almost. Oh, okay. Alright, let's just leave it for now. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I heard something about Trevor's this. Trevor's story. We can't tell so, my uh, story. We're actually going to take a break now, and then we'll be right back. <laughs> it's, it's Tinder story time. We're back. Okay, all right, we're back. We're back. Uh, we're back. So we're doing the uh, Debbie Does Dallas portion of tonight's show. Oh, my show. God. <laughs> Holy. Wow. Yeah. That was probably the most inappropriate thing that has been said on the show, not by Trevor or me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We could, we could talk about uh, the best little whorehouse in Texas. There you go. Which was fantastic, I remember, as a teenager. Not as like a... It's, not, it's not pornographic. It's a... It's like a musical, right? Oh, okay. Is it a musical? I, I actually can't remember. No None of us have seen it. About. You've never... It's got Dolly Parton in it? That's why we've never seen it. Hmm. I saw it on, like, Turner Classic Movies or something. Hmm. Oh, class. I'm sure you did. I'm Sounds very good. classy. Is it on demand? I'll have to check it out. Yeah, you, you should, I guess. <laughs> Is it on Netflix? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Let's talk about... Let's be honest. Let's talk about FC Dallas instead mm. of... Debbie, Debbie Reverend Dallas. Hornhouse, or whoever. Yeah. <laughs> so, FC Dallas, they're pretty good this year. Um, third in the West. Third? Undefeated third? in nine matches, third in the West, yeah. How do I, how have I just, they've been kind of quiet about this, haven't they? Have. they? It's because it's Dallas. They're like well, they sneaky. Were, they were really they, hot at the beginning of the season. They could call out a run for a while. Yeah. But, for a while. And and they've been they destroyed San Jose last week. Yeah, San Jose but, sucks. Oh, but, yeah. But San Jose beat Seattle the week before that. Weird. Yeah. And then they drew at Seattle last and night. And they destroyed San Jose at San Jose. Yes. Mm-hmm. Last night. And you are correct. Not last night. Two what? nights ago? Yes, last night. Yes, it was. Yeah, they drew last night, but then two weeks ago they played at the new 49ers stadium mm. and San Jose won. That's right. Um, That might have been more than two weeks ago. Either way, yeah, or Dallas destroyed San Jose in San Jose, which is kind of like Yeah, it was like, what, like five goals? It, yeah, it was yeah. five nothing. At the five to the good? Buckshaw. Or the pillbox that is Buckshaw. <laughs> I hate Buckshaw Stadium, and if I ever go back, check my temperature because I'm probably running a fever. Okay. Are you going to go back to San Jose for their <coughs> new stadium? They'll be in it next year. Yeah. I'd, r- I'd rather go back for the new stadium th- than for Buckshaw again. That's well, for sure. if, you're, if yeah. you're not going next weekend, then you but, won't I mean, have you, to go to you've Buckshaw. Ruled out, you've yeah. ruled out Buckshaw. Have you ruled out just San Jose completely, or uh, no. just Buckshaw? No, I, actually, I mean, I like San Francisco. I hear Francisco their fans are really welcoming. Yeah. Yeah, they're really <laughs> nice. They're yeah. just the best. It was a fun away trip. Uh, At least you can get service with your shirt off. <laughs> what? It's true. That's true. I wonder if that's the that's case the of the gas That's the like, broke his leg. Yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs> I think he breaks his leg, like, every three weeks. It's it's kind yeah. of strange. Or he just it's doesn't just the same injury that. over and yeah. over and over. Guys, guys, it's Craig Weibel's birthday. Happy birthday, coach. Do you think he listens to the podcast? Probably not. No. no. I don't think anybody listens to this show. I think Rick does. Yeah. And, and we know Mark Charles. does. And Charles. There's three. Speaking of Mark. Todd's your Todd, biggest fan. Four. We'll do the ice next week. Yeah. We're, we're not doing it today? No. Did you not bring ice? Yeah. Trevor, we I can just dump ice. your drink on your we head. We don't have buckets or anything. Or I don't own a bucket. <laughs> yeah, we can't do the cardboard box challenge. We could try. That'd be fun. But we could just guys. We could just waterboard. <laughs> we could just waterboard. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You tied a joke from a previous show into this show. Well done, sir. Oh, I wish I'd been able to finish that without laughing. Ice bucket waterboard challenge? Yeah. That'd be fun. At least it's refreshing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
Anyways, FC Dallas. Speaking of water, it's a good thing let's talk on... about the team from Texas. Yeah, it's, so... it's a good thing we're not on network TV because I think we'd be canceled. Yeah, we probably were already. They don't they don't actually put us on Stitcher or SoundCloud yeah. anymore. They just canceled us. They're like, uh, so Dallas, they're Dallas. they're good all of a sudden. Yeah, Oscar Pereja's a good manager, even if you don't like him. They've got some fast dudes. Yeah, that act, that new rookie forward they have is probably going to win Rookie of the Year. To Akinde? Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird that he's a rookie because he just doesn't he, Yeah, he doesn't act like a rookie. Yeah. Nope. Uh, and he was like consistent. unknown going into the draft. Nobody Yeah, he was the guy from all. the School of Mines, wasn't he? <coughs> yeah, Colorado School oh, of Mines. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Not Mimes. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> Mimes. He, he does really well in the box. Yeah. That was a good one. Do, 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 do. Matt, what are you talking about? Mimes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. We need, like, a that's the joke sign. What else? Yeah, because people That's the it. joke. That's the joke sign. I wonder if that episode of The Simpsons is on uh, FXX right now. We should I find wonder. out. Well, not right now. Let's finish the show. It might be. We'll find out when we finish the show if it's on right then. Who else are. does Dallas have? Uh, Bobby Diaz. Castillo. Yeah, Castillo is really good. And he's Castillo fast. is killing it this year. Maybe okay. Kenny Mansell could break his leg again. No, that was Jackson. Oh. Same person to me. What? So, uh, <laughs> so we have a new Dallas. racist member of the podcast. <laughs> That's not true. I didn't mean it like that. Well, you're not new saying. either, so. Yeah. Um, Sorry, no, Trevor, you're still the only one. Zach Lloyd, right? Yeah, Zach Lloyd. Zach Lloyd, uh, Matt Hedges, yeah. rated number one. Oh, my God. Uncapped that, that player. This made me so damn oh, mad. All right. I, I was like going through it and I was like, yeah, Jazz is hard as I get that. And yeah, I really liked the two guys years. that have three pro appearances between the two of them making that list. Yeah. That shit made me so mad. But Sorry. they're clearly no, but the best American players in Matt Hedges, and I was like, yeah. give me a break. One of them's played two games for Fulham, so just cap him right now. That's you know who else played Fulham? Grandson. Lots of people in Clint Dempsey. Lots of people I wouldn't take on my team. I don't. I, I can't think of any of them. That's Heinemann's grandson, right? Yeah, Charles Heinemann's grandson. Could be. Yeah, yeah I think so. Is that how we got a place on the team? On Fulham? Yeah. I don't think so. Charles Heinemann's very well connected, I'm sure. I hear. The, oh, yeah, Rubio Rubin was the Rubio Rubin. He has the best but name. But to be fair, like, in, when they play for the youth teams, they're really, really good. So there's everyone awesome. else on the list I know. who have pro appearances. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. we're not talking about that list. Sebastian Sauceda? Nope. Not on the list. Schuler was the only RSO player on the list. Yeah, Jordan but. Allen was. Everyone forgot about Jordan Allen because he got hurt. Yeah. And he's actually training again. So that's uh, very, very lightly. Like, he has a ball at his feet, though. So I heard he was walking around the field with the ball at his With feet. a ball. That's a start. Yeah. Okay. He's being allowed to, like, do Small things. Small and steady wins so. the race. Yeah. Sablo's training again. But yeah. we're supposed to be talking about Dallas. And Hyman's coming on... But we don't know any of their players. Who's their keeper? They have that Peruvian guy, right? Real Fernandez has been their starter, and he is wildly inconsistent. Wildly. He's either, like, There's the best H in the wildly, league... Trevor. There's no H in wildly. 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 Oscar Wilde? <laughs> no, he, he's either... Wild. He's either the best, or he's one of the worst. Like, just depending on what game he's having. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I really like him. But. Isn't that true of every goalkeeper? Like, there, yeah. I don't think goalkeepers can have really mediocre games. 
They either have no, a reasonably good game or a reasonably bad they game. They can have quiet games. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's a mediocre Steve game. Clark and Luis Robles are two names that come to my mind when I think just mediocre games. Steve Clark's not See, I, I just find it hard to think that a goalkeeper He's can have really a mediocre like game. Stand out you should read about what he did in the oh, I don't know. No, I'm talking about Steve Clark at Columbus Crew. Oh, I know it's I the same guy. I believe in Norway he's... He was fantastic. Yeah. Good he, like, him. single-handedly kept a team from getting relegated in Norway. Oh, it was amazing. But anyways, that's a different story. I mean, FC that... Dallas. Oh, yeah. One of the worst teams in Norway is what I just heard you Wait, say. Wait, are we talking... But what are we talking about, relegated. Jason? FC right. Dallas. Oh. It's right there. Oh, it's written in my own hand. So, they still have Blas Perez. Yes. yes. Is he going to play? Yes. Is Mauro Diaz going to play? Nope. How is it we don't know anything about Dallas? <coughs> How is They're it you guys don't know anything? So don't I'm, know I'm anything answering all your questions here. Right. They still have Michel. Yes. Oh, he's gonna, actually playing in midfield now. Yeah, Gives him an excuse to listen to that Beatles Their fans have been kind of riding him, it seems like. I don't know why they would. I thought he... I mean, he Wait, hasn't Dallas been has as, fans? <laughs> at least four. Wow. He hasn't been as player. good or as consistent as he was last year, but he's still a really good player. He hasn't scored any free kicks from cor- or any goals from corners. Yeah, he scored two Olympicos this year, so... Yeah. Really go. big drop off in form there. Yeah. Hmm. Trade him to us. Um, what else do we have to say about them? Uh, who starts? They're probably yeah. the fastest team in the league. Yeah, that's true. Uh, how do we defend that then? Kenny Manzali. Help us, Kenny. You're our only hope. Do we? Oh, God, we're so screwed. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Sort of. I mean, there, there is a thought there. Like, put a fast player at, at fullback, but... I but we've actually put Salcedo there before Mansali even. Salcedo's yeah. not slow. Uh, but we've played those teams with our you know our standard back four and actually done remarkably well. Yeah. Despite their speed, just by you know playing the smart offside trap and I, playing I, positions well. I have a feeling we're probably going to talk about this later. Okay. So let's not go all over this topic. Right no, now. we can just say listen back. <laughs> well, and. Part of that, too, with those fast teams is sometimes they'll get ahead of themselves and they're really yeah. easy to catch on a counter. Yeah, and that's... We've been known to be pretty good at those. Yeah, so, and, and yeah. Mansali is really good on the counter Well, himself. I don't even mean talking about Mansali. I just that's mean in true. All right, fair. Stop talking about Mansali, get mad. Everything's not about him. Gosh. Well, have we talked about Ned yet? Nope. Do we think Ned plays? He's going to score a goal. Ned goal. I'm calling it right now. All right. From a He's going to score with his Ned. Oh my god. <laughs> what does yes, that Kevin. mean? Do you mean like his head? Yeah. Okay. Just, it, just it was a rhyming pun. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Not an anatomy thing. Uh, no. He's going to score from a free kick. Okay, that sounds good. I don't know if he's going to take it or... <laughs> or... Or head it. But he's going to have a goal off a set piece. Okay. This is a bad news all around. Yeah, this is a uh, all-time worst moments on off the crossplay <laughs> yeah. status. Like cringe like oh. He said with his head and then it went that At direction. At the end of the year instead of doing like a best of show, we'll have to do a worst of show, yeah, well. which conveniently enough will also be our best of. So <laughs> kill two birds with one stone. Here's the episode where Trevor was racist. <laughs> oh wait, that's all of them. Here's the episode where Jason was racist. Also all of them. Not really. Well, yeah. Here's what Matt talked about waterboarding. <laughs> Twice. All right. So do we want to do predictions? Oh, let's talk about Javi. Oh, One Javier playing. Morales has been ruled out definitively, apparently, by Jeff Kassar, but <laughs> I haven't ruled out that Jeff Kassar could be lying to us. He lit up fibber. 
I don't think he no. is. I don't think yeah. so either. I think Luis Gill is playing and Javier Morales is not. I don't even know if Javi's going to fly down there. I would doesn't. be surprised. He's got to pick Jaime up at the airport. Mm. Yeah. Unless Megan beats him to it. I can do it. Yeah, you're on patrol tomorrow, right? It's a three-minute drive. I got this. <laughs> That's yeah, not it's bad. really close. It's like seven minutes from here. So. I'll tell you guys the flight times later. I got them all written down. <laughs> We're not going to announce them on the podcast? No. We It'll should call be Trey and see if he'll just tell us on the show when he's going to be here. Yeah, that, I, I think he'd love that. Just <laughs> <laughs> not an phone call. Trey, yeah. listen. Wait, who's this? You are being recorded. We call are Caller ID's blocked? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Gil at the top. Uh, I'm not worried about that. I'm what, comfortable what, with that. What do we think about forward starting? Who starts with Plata? Garcia. Garcia. It's been a pretty they're, consistent They're playing really well together. They're yeah. playing off of each other really well. And they're having fun. That's the yeah. best thing. Is like, it's, not, it's, it's all about fun. <coughs> yeah. That's why we well, play winning the game. Too, but. Uh, no. I mean, la- how many times against Seattle did they just get a step away from Plata scoring off of a... Garcia cross. There was two or yeah. three times. Where... How many times did Garcia be a step away from scoring? Yeah, it was also a couple. Yeah, so maybe match speed for speed. Yeah, that's definitely consideration. Kind of peg him back a little bit, and I mean it's it's easy to talk about things like that. It's harder to do. So, do you think anyone's gonna nutmeg Zach Lloyd for a goal again? That sounds good. That wasn't Zach Lloyd, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, Javi did that to him. That that was, I, I do remember that goal. That was the best. That's probably the only thing I remember from that game. Why we won. I know. That was, that was when Sturcher, that was when uh, Sturcher got hurt. Which which time? The first time when he got his shoulder injury was against Dallas. Last year. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Bummer. Huh. All right. Let's oh. do predictions. Oh. Okay. Meg, go first. Oh, I'm going three-one RSL. That's fair. You want Ex- me? You want yeah, me to elaborate on expound. who? Expound. Uh, Plata scores again. I think Luke gets a goal. With and his head. Plata with his head. Yes. Nice. We're going to hit the trifecta. Uh, And I think Luis scores. I'm okay with it. Those all sound like good things to have happen. Trevor? Trevor. Dang it. I was going to say Jason. But I didn't get it fast enough, Mm. obviously. Not the only time tonight you haven't been fast enough. (laughs) Anyways. I'm going to say 2-0 to herself. 2-0? I like That's cool. Same as last week. Okay. I'm going to say 2-2. Two, two. Sorry to be a downer. I actually Why? think we're going to lose, but I'm just being nice. No, 2-2 I, I, two, two might be wrong. I say 3-2, we win. Okay. In a shootout, a Texas shootout. Wow. Finger guns. Bow, bow, bow. Oh, finger guns. That's yeah, it. not real. Uh, Texas, Missouri, they're not so far away. Oh, <laughs> that's the second joke about that on the show. We're topical here on Off the Crossbar. Yeah. So we're timely. We deal with news goals. that's happening now. I say Garcia gets a goal, Plata gets a goal, and Nat Borchers gets a goal. Ooh, I'll take it. He's due. He's been so close for like a month now. That's true. We I'm almost sure. had that header against them last time we played. It's oh yeah, probably that's the right. only chance that anybody had. So and then Schuler showed him up with a brace. So disrespectful. Mm. Mm. Respect your elders, Chris. Yeah. What's your prediction? 3 0. Oh, okay. Uh, Didn't see that one coming. I think an Olmos Garcia hat trick is on the table. <laughs> so, I'm going to go with that. Sabo scores. <laughs> or Jaime. Jaime. Jaime actually parachutes into the match. Uh, what were we saying last week? He was going to do like the sting thing? Yeah, yeah he's going to come down to the ring and, or, yeah. or match or field whatever. or whatever. Pitch. 
Yeah. That's Sebastian's entrance music. <laughs> what would his entrance music be? I have no idea. That's a good question. What would his entrance music be? Something we could do uh, something by Santana. We could do a Metallica <laughs> song. We have a Master of Puppets. Yeah. Just because we already play it, so no one would expect it. Yeah. But then it would become his entrance music. It's really just been they've been playing it a lot this season to kind of get us ready for him. But they have to build it up. They have to like show him in the crowd for a couple of weeks, just yeah. sitting there not talking to anybody, stone faced, <laughs> face paint on. Yeah. So we're so far off topic. We have a topic. Nope. Yeah, that seems to be the problem. Uh, should we go through? Let's just blast through listener questions and be done with it. Is that right now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're not even ready. We're it's like, I'm leaving. Trevor, are we ever ready? <laughs> Has that stopped us before? Yeah, they're all Who's going to get there first? I'm there. Matt's there already. Okay. Gosh dang it. Hmm. Gosh dang it, Bobby. <laughs> it's another one we have are to Are there any Bobby players, your players named Bobby? Uh, on on Dallas? Oh. No. Nope. Mm. Bobby Burling's brother. Okay, uh, speaking of belly stories. Um, <laughs> Alright, so Charles Barnard, friend of the program. Friend of the program Charles. makes it sound like we're public radio, which I like. Uh, with all the speed that FC Dallas has, any chance that Wingert sits for Mansali? No. No. Nope. No. But I understand the reasoning, and I think we all do. I like it. I could see maybe if it's not going well, he could come on at halftime. Yeah. Or something. I think you just go with experience. Yeah. In this case, you know what I mean? I mean, Wingard's yeah. dealt with people that are faster than him. And we were His on a good career. little streak, like, results-wise, so why change it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Rob Booth. Uh, I believe this is the first time he's asked the question. Welcome, Rob. Ooh. Hey, Rob. Does RSL make Wingard available in the expansion draft, and does New York City FC take him? Here's the thing. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. That's my prediction, is that we trade Winger at the end of the season to New York in exchange for them not Unless picking any of our players. Unless maybe we traded them Kwame in exchange for them. I don't think we did. We, tra- we traded them Kwame Watson Sierra Boat for a fourth-round draft pick. It wouldn't shock me if there was some sort of, you know... Like, supposedly there's there. a deal with Orlando. I've uh, heard, yeah. It's, that What, for giving him your Donnie back? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's technically on loan this year. Yeah. And then they get him at the end of the year and they won't take anybody in the expansion draft. That, that would Which, be how awesome. do you enforce that? What happens if they're like, just kidding, and they draft somebody? With a nice heel turn? Yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. Keeping on wrestling. Yeah. But uh, I could see him leaving him available. I don't know if that means New York will take him. I wouldn't be surprised because Christ knows him and likes him. So. Yeah. And he's, his home is in New York. Yeah, he's so. from New York. He's from Long Island or Staten Island or one yeah. of those islands. Babylon. Babylon Island? No, he, Babylon uh, is the name of the city. Babylon Five, That's in which is on Long. <laughs> no, it's a small That's town. That's in the on, Islamic State. On, That's not in New York. On the island. No, hmm. it's like it's a quarter of the way in. Haven't you ever coast. read a book? <laughs> I have read a book. Yeah. At least once. Wow. Grande Enter. Is that it or not? Nope. The very hungry caterpillar. <laughs> It's, it's about Mario Balotelli, come to think of it. Everybody <laughs> Okay, we do have one more question. Adam <coughs> Hendrickson with another question this week. I think he's probably got the longest streak of consecutive questions. He, so. He's our most, like, most valuable, active question. Most valuable yeah, questioner. He, he and Charles are kind of in line for yeah. best questioner. So Francesco cool. kind of 
disappeared. That's because we He's took so long asking his question. <laughs> yeah. He had to like run up two mountains to listen to the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was probably our fault. Yeah, oops. Sorry What's for Adam's question. In each of your opinions, he wants all of our opinions, how nice of him. What is the likelihood of RSL taking the supporter shield? Ooh. He asked for a percentage chance, and uh, that's going to be difficult. So, 100. Trevor, go first. Really? Yeah. You think so? Really? No, I don't think so. Good. <laughs> Just trying to be optimistic. Now, realistically, I think it's probably in the 45 to 55% range. That's really good. I think I... we've got a really good chance. That's, like, shockingly that's good. That's also, like, not actually looking at our schedule. Just going go, off of I want to go last. How good we were when we had our full team, and now that we've got our full team back again, how good we've been. Well, we've got San Jose there. twice, Chivas twice, Vancouver, Seattle, Portland, and Dallas. We should so, have yeah, like, like, like fifty-five. <laughs> how do you know that? I'm a savant. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you should be on every week. Okay. Meg's on the show. I'll be the stats. Cool. Hashtag so, Meg stats. What, what do you think? Uh, 3-0. No. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is I almost responded to that question on the pod Twitter account with 3-0. That would have been perfect. But, yeah, I should have done it. But percentage-wise. Uh, 17.3. Okay. Mighty specific. So you think it's a low, low chance? Well, I mean... So I think it's probably higher than basically every other team's chances. I think Sporting Kansas City is probably around the same, maybe 15% range. I don't think so, because CCL is going to kill them. Uh, they could just sacrifice CCL. That's, they don't want to, though. Oh, I would not blame them. Uh, historically, we did well when we played in CCL and had MLS games. Which your momentum going? Yeah. yeah. And no. They're just thin, though. I mean, their center back position's kind of thin. They do right have that calling injuries. back. I mean, injury-wise, they yeah, don't have a lot of guys that can rotate in and out. I'm kind of sad we don't play him again. We will. We probably will. I hope so. I hope it's here and not. Wouldn't it be awesome? I would much rather go from my house to the stadium than from my house to the airport to the hotel to the stadium. (laughs) It was just kind of a a long process and kind of cold. Maybe we'll play DC United in the MLS Cup final. That'd be fantastic. We'll lose again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just done. I'm just done. I'm like, well, that figures. I'd be okay with that. I mean, like, if that's our lot in life, that's our lot in life. And you can't change your lot in life. Yeah. I hate saying that. No, All right. I'm never going to say that. What percentage do you again. think, Meg? Stats, uh, girl. I'm going around that 20%. To be honest, I think Seattle's going to take it. I think there's something. They're going to come yeah. back. But Well, look, look at this. <sighs> way. Realistically, how many teams right now have a shot at it? Kansas City, L.A., us, Seattle. Seattle. Everybody else is out. Uh, Dallas, if they can beat us twice, have a real good chance. Okay, but so I don't there's, think that's happening. maybe five teams. Four, yeah. at least five. Five's a stretch. And you're giving us a, what, 17% chance? That's uh, DC's in the conversation. You haven't said your number yet. DC's definitely in the conversation, 40 points from 23 games. Mm-hmm. But they've been crap the last, I mean, they won, oh, they, yeah. they're good at home. But we were crap for a month, and we're still in it. Yeah. Seattle's been true. crap for a month, and they're guess, still in it. They're crap, mm-hmm. and they play in the East. So, yeah. double win. I just think there's only four or five teams realistically in it right now. And that number is going to get smaller. And I think we've got a better chance than two or three of those teams. I think we have a better chance than Dallas. That's why I say 45 to 50%. I say 75%. No bullshit. Why? I I don't know why. I just think it's going to happen. Is it high, man? 
It's not Jaime. He has nothing to do with it. Really? I just have a that's really good feeling about it. Mm. Which yeah. I'm probably totally wrong on, and we'll lose like five Remember those tomorrow. really good feelings we had last year? Yeah, those didn't work out so well. Mm, no. I didn't have a good feeling before the Open Cup because I got hit in the genital with soccer ball. <laughs> thanks, D-Row. <laughs> yeah, thanks, D-Row. That's right. It was payback. Yeah. For, Anyways, uh, DC and I don't know why. I think that we're gonna beat. I think we're gonna beat Dallas both games, which would be huge. That'd be good. And I think we're gonna beat Seattle next month too. Hmm. I do need to go to Seattle, don't I? Yes. Okay. Everyone needs to go to Seattle. The plane. Oh, the plane tickets are still wanna... like two hundred forty dollars. It's just so cheap to drive. It's on a Friday though. I'll take work off. Oh, okay. Not so easy for all of us, Matt. Hmm. <coughs> I actually have that Friday off if you want to leave Thursday night and do it. Okay. You want to do it? Drive? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Done. I might be able to get Monday off, too. I'm going to have to be back. But. I don't know. It depends on what time I take off. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Anyways, we're going to Seattle. We I just planned a road trip on the podcast. We're, gonna, we're going to win this Porsche Shield 75%. I like your optimism. Get revenge on 2010 for weird. being so disappointing. I think well, it's, see, us. Thing, like, I think it's us or L.A. A supporter's shield is just like, it's nice. See, it gets you in seats. It's, it's like that's true. There's that, but outside of that, it's just like. Eh, and you guys are all gonna laugh at me for saying this. I mean, look at New York last year. Like they won it and they finally got like their trophy. Are you gonna say, and, and now it's just like no. Eh. Everyone's gonna laugh at me for saying this. Please I think remember. winning the supporter shield is a bigger deal than winning MLS Cup. Yeah, you're wrong. I agree. You agree that he's wrong. Yeah, as long if as you we, put in we, a good effort in the playoffs. If we win the supporter shield playing in the Western Conference, it's more of an accomplishment than getting hot at the right time of year and winning in Alaska. That's a little yeah. bit different than I, what you said before. Yeah, yeah. What you said before was winning the Supporters' Shield is better than the MLS Cup. If yeah. you win it playing in the West... Which we would do. Which we would do. Unless agree. we suddenly change conferences. <laughs> which would be... Even in the East, I mean... Well, no, in the East it's not MLS. In the East, it's pretty easy. You get some crap games. The West, there's no easy games this year. Chivas aren't even awful. What are the easy games this year? San Jose, maybe? And then they pull good games out of their ass all the time. So. Yeah, the classic San Jose. But, yeah, winning the support... I know everyone's like, well, that doesn't put a star above your chest. But that's because MLS yeah. is retarded, and they give you a star for winning a trophy. So, Just like everybody else. No, they don't. Most people do. You don't get a star for winning a league or winning a... If you win the Champions League once, you might. But that's not MLS Cup. The MLS Cup In is- Italy, you get that weird thing on your chest. A picture of a thing. Oh yeah, you get a picture of the Champions League trophy if you won it enough times, so you yeah. can remember what it looked like. Europe. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just kidding. No, Italy's got the Scudetto that they wear. But yeah, that weird picture of times to get like, a star. Yeah, metal thing. Ten times to get a star. Yeah, Champions League, you get a star. Some clubs, it varies. Yeah, some places do. Milan don't because they want It's not unusual to put a star above for winning things. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, MLS Cup is the biggest thing there is in, for the league. But They should me, make the actual cup like ten times the size. Did you see that the Kansas City owner did his oh. ice bucket challenge with the cup? Yeah. He put the water in yeah. the cup? Yes, he, he filled is. it with ice water and dumped it on himself. Oh. Because that guy is... That like, reminds me of being in Kansas City because that match <laughs> felt like having ice just dumped over you. No ice water, just ice for 90 minutes. At least you weren't throwing up minutes. in a cup. That's true. Bean Mace, we we uh, salute, salute you. you. We salute our skills. fallen Bean Maces. We need that Bean on the show. That's true. We'd, have, we to put, we'd have to hit the adult button. Then we can get really explicit. 
We've only invited him like five times, I think. Have we? Bean, yeah. we challenge you to make it to the podcast. Here we have challenged, we've invited Bean over. Hmm. But he's always had something going. Yeah, well, now we've got four members. So. Alright, let's wrap this show up. Okay. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Nether Cole? Oh, yeah, Nether Cole. Alright, Mega, come up with the question this time. What? Do you know the Nether Cole game? No. No, okay. no, no, no Nether Just ask a question. And we have to decide who would be better at that. Like, who would be more likely to play Wonderwall on a guitar to pick up a chick at a party? It was Ned. Ned or Cole. It was oh, no. Ned. It was, was Cole. That was Cole. Because we were like, no, Ned will play like Led Zeppelin or something. All right, that's Wonderwall. <laughs> okay, we're ready. You're asking me to get creative. This is bad. Um, they ask me every week. So. Just first thing that comes that's to mind. Cute. As long as it doesn't involve Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> who has seen the best little house in Texas more times? Cole. You. I've only seen it once. Lies. Um, <laughs> I don't know, you guys. Don't make me do this. We're gonna make you. It can be dumb. It can be like who's better at kicking the rocks. Well, Jeanette is obviously. Well, that's at, but. me. <laughs> but um, now I want to take it back to D and D. Okay. Who'd be better at killing my fighter in D and D? Ned. Ned. He's a rogue. Probably not. He's Ned. a rogue. Oh, yeah, he'd be a rogue and he'd sneak up behind you. And, <laughs> and Can he be a bard in D&D? Yeah, Ned yeah, could be a bard. Ned would be a bard rogue or a brogue, as they're called. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm not lying. <laughs> no, it is cross class. He'd, uh, he'd have the hide and shadows ability. Um, and he'd actually just hide against the wall uh, until you walked by and then and he'd just. just <laughs> kill me. Yeah, you'd get like 8d6 of sneak attack and. Right, and I'm, then you're done. I'm just glad that we got cross class on yeah, the podcast. And, and brogue. <laughs> and 8d6. <laughs> I'm He's like a, a level 18 I'm going to get a tattoo rogue. on my neck that just says brogue. Perfect. <laughs> okay, next question. No, I'm, no. Trevor. Trevor. Me? Um, who could speed read the... Who would Milan sell for less of Don't you dare! <laughs> Ned or Cole? <laughs> What was your question, Trevor? Cole's younger, so he's probably more valuable, so they would sell him for less. Yeah, that's Oh, right. and, and Ned's clearly the most valuable player in the universe. Yeah. I hate you guys. <laughs> but who, who, could, who could speed read the Chronicles of Narnia fastest? Ned. Yeah. Ned. He's got better eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he's... He reads the field better, so he reads books better. Yes, I'm Trevor. not coming up. I came up Who with are Milan more likely to allow to leave on a free transfer to their biggest league rivals and then let them win the league three years in a row afterwards? Ned. Ned or Cole? Meg, do you have another question for us? No. I'm Probably Ned. <laughs> the beard thing. The beard. You can start. It's fine. We give you permission. <laughs> it gives the, pro- the podcast personality. You have my permission to snort. That was a crappy Bane voice. I know that. Wait, was that Bane? I thought it was maybe... Uh, Sean Connery? Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, that's what we all got out of it. Or, uh... Oh, what's his name? Who's They're... more likely to do the better Connery impersonation than Ned. Cole? Ned. Cole's probably never seen a Sean Connery. Like, who's that Sean Connery? That's a question we've had before. Might have been. Well, maybe. Okay. Okay, I, th- I think we're done. So... Oh, before you guys come up with any... Have you guys ever come up with any of these? Literally ever. No, because they just want to say Ned every time.